0: Blog Talk Radio
1: it's my name.
2: ladies and gentlemen. This is Off The Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and I am going to tell you, this is absolutely a fantastic Saturday night. Yes, it's raining cats and dogs and small children down here, but it doesn't matter. And the reason it doesn't matter is because I have one of my favorite people in the entire world on the show. I haven't had her on the show in a long time, and I have missed her. She just, she makes me happy I know, I have to create my own happiness She enhances my happiness That being said, before we get to her The song you just heard, Would You, was written by her and performed by someone else Didn't know she was writing music now until I did my normal deep dive Because she didn't tell me (laughs) We will get to her in a minute I have to tell you, ladies and gentlemen This show... Is not even two years old. Y'all know, y'all, those of y'all that have been with me since day one know this show is working on its second year. Won't be two years old until the end of July. That being said, because this is not my show, it is your show, ladies and gentlemen. You, the listener, my guest, it belongs to y'all. I just facilitate it. We have reached a new milestone just on this show. We are at one hundred seventeen thousand seven hundred fifty-two listeners. You can't—it just blows my mind. I can't wrap my head around it. We're when we add all the podcast, we're running about a hundred fifty thousand listeners and two hundred plus countries. Now the show's heard on iTunes and YouTube and FM dot com, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio podcastcom podcast garden spreaker SoundCloud places I don't even put it up on somebody else does and ladies and gentlemen we're getting we are in the the lineup to go live on Spotify that is because of all of y'all reader listener guest I am so humbled and so grateful now that being said there's two ways to get on the show you can stay if you want to come on as a guest, you can come on as a guest. If you want to do an ad because you're kind of afraid to talk in front of 200,000 people, that's okay, too. Contact me at off the chain radio at Yahoo.com, and I will tell you what you need to do. Now, two of the ladies that have been with me since the beginning, and, and ladies and gentlemen, when I run ads, I don't do it to get rich for 10 bucks, I'll run your ad for 30 days. If I have to cancel a show because all of y'all know the health of my husband and it is deteriorating, I just roll you over. You're going to get your 10 bucks worth and more. And, and two of the ladies that have been with me for a long time, and I absolutely adore them, I'm going to start the show off with their ad, and then we'll get into the show. I have a friend, Cece Chamberlain, and, and my my guest tonight will appreciate this this woman. She has a podcast called Inside Your Life with CC, which is a motivational, passionate conversation. CC interviews people who are living their true purpose, whether it's a professional boxer, an author, a history enthusiast, garbage collector, whatever. She strives to give one hope for a brighter day with her inspirational words. Download, subscribe, and listen as CC guides you to pursue your dreams and for you to live the best life possible. This wonderful, wonderful show, which I have been on, is available on podcast.com, iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are uh, available. My next ad is an author, Diane Moat. She's been on the show a couple of times. And because of the ads for this show, she went number one in Australia with her Sam Holden series. Just blew me away. And this is this is what her books are about <clears throat> The second in the series is called Dogfight And it goes like this Wherever a helpless animal whimpers in the dark Or wherever the system fails to protect said animal She'll be there and she is not giving up anytime soon So you've been warned When Sam Holden receives a tip about a brutal dogfighting ring She embarks on some of her most dangerous acts of vigilanteism yet the monster known as the puppeteer circles Sam's world as she unknowingly circles his while they chase each other. Will Sam put those she loves most in harm's way in order to break up the ring with time running out and animals in need, the dangerous life Sam's created begins to eclipse any other life she could ever lead. So buy Diane's latest book and the Sam Holden series Dog Fight and if you haven't read how the Journey started, you can also pick up Dog Gone. By Diane Mo. They are both on Kindle. Now, tonight's guest. Oh, this is so exciting. And I have to give you a little backstory. Before my guest even called in, right as I popped the show up, I had a caller call in and she was just scrolling through and she found the show and she called in because she wants this guest to do a reading for her, which Deborah can do. So let's get on with tonight's show. Deborah. Simpson. She is a psychic, an author, a clairvoyant, an empath. Now she writes music, the song you just heard she wrote. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. She is also a reverend doctor. She is the owner of Spirit Cove LLC. She is a psychic medium and an energy healer and has been since she was a wee child. She is a Clara Doit, which I probably have destroyed that word, which means clear hearing a clair which means clear feeling, and clairvoyant, which means clear seeing. She is also highly proficient in psych psychometry. See, I can't talk tonight, I'm so excited. She has channeled she has channeled since the age of nine and is a published author of automatic writing and prophecy. She has been providing professional psychic medium readings for more than 20 years and has aided in numerous paranormal investigations, both in commercial and residential settings, as well as aided in missing persons investigations. This is another reason I love her. (coughs) Deborah is a masterful authority regarding psychic work and experiences. As a medium, she bridges the gap between you and the departed. (coughs) Her psychic readings are direct, validating, and enlightening, giving you a deeper understanding of your life's journey through the past, present, and into the future. She works with her guides to give you peace of mind and fortitude. The information you will receive is intricate and detailed and will provide you with answers and new perspectives for your life so that your steps lead you in positive directions. Reverend Deborah has been described as the poet of our generation with a critically acclaimed, unique writing style. Her verse has been scrip- scrupulously, see, I can't, still can't talk, compared to our celebrated greats of yore. If you love the works of Keats, Shelley, Poe, Dickinson,
3: E.E. E.
2: Cummings, and Hemingway, Deborah's work is sure to captivate your literary senses. Her metaphysical works have been compared to such famous psychics as Edgar Cayce, and Nostradamus, and I love her. She is fantastic. And the caller, her name is Lori, and she just friended me, and we've just come full circle. Welcome, Deborah. Welcome, Lori. Thank y'all both for being here. Thank you, Yvonne. I love being here and with you. Well, I miss you, my darling girl. It has been way too long now, ladies and gentlemen before we before the show went live, I was going to tell Laurie how long Deborah and I've known each other it It seems like we've known each other forever, even though technically it's only been about eleven years. She was part of the gang of us that got screwed and and not even kissed by a publisher. But these this gang of us have stayed close all these years. And she is a severe blessing in my life because I can always feel her energy come through when I need it the most. You do know that, right? Oh, yeah,
4: and same for you. I always feel you over there. Yep, always.
2: <laughs> and and mm-hmm. even when I deep
4: dive you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. So oh, my God. I can't believe all you've been through all these years, right? Oh, my gosh. Well,
2: you know, it's just it—it it is life. We just plot along and and get rid of the negative energy in our life, and understand that, that that God has a greater purpose. He has the big plan, and we're really not in control, even though we want to fool ourselves into thinking we are.
4: Yeah, you got it. You're right. <laughs> absolutely.
2: So, um, Deborah. Um, is going to re- I want Miss Laurie, if she will, to stay with us tonight because she's got other uh, questions for Deborah. But to start this show off with a bang, other than your wonderful music, which we're going to get into, will you? I'm going to turn the show over for- to you so that you can talk with Laurie without being impeded and do her reading for her because I know she's excited. Anybody that calls in before the show goes up has to be excited. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. I, I can't do a full blown one, but
4: I can answer the question or you.
2: Okay, Miss Laurie. It's you and Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Yvonne. Hi, Deborah. You're welcome.
4: Thank you. Hi, Laurie. Okay. What's your month and day of birth? October first. Okay. And what was your general question?
5: I would like to know what you see for me around a job. I've been trying to Get a job for a while, and yesterday I had a disappointment because the woman hired somebody else that she used to work with, and uh, I didn't get the job. So I'm, I've been putting out resumes, and I, I'm running out of money. So I'm, I'm anxious to get a
4: job. Oh, I don't blame you. <clears throat> well, um, aside from a job, which I'm going to focus, on, and it takes me a little bit to focus, so I don't want to, like, hold up the show with dead air. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so actually, before, like, um, I was trying to focus a little bit, <clears throat> and you have a lot of challenging situations going on, and the situations, are besides the job, I'm not talking about the job issue, but you have other kind of challenging situations, and, and not that that's an impediment to getting a job, because it's certainly not. But a job would help you with all these situations that you're dealing with. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, because they're very challenging. Um, in terms of a job, yes, you are going to get a job. However, um, the jobs you're looking for, you, you should be looking for more of a career-oriented job because I feel like the jobs you're looking for are, like, jobs. Like, like if so- and I'm making this up because I don't really know, like, for you know, specifically, but, like, like if you're like, oh, my God, I need a job, let me go apply, a, like, um, I don't know, over here we have a Wawa, a Seven Eleven. you know what I mean, like a convenience store, let me just, or, or a food store, you know, it's something to get a job, you know what I'm saying, and not that you're applying to that, you know, a food store per se, but the where you're applying to should be a career-minded at place, do you know what I'm saying? I have
5: been, That's, I okay. have been for
4: those, yeah.
5: Okay. You I have the
4: job to say that I lost out was a career position and I didn't get it. Okay. All right. Um i see you are doing with that. Perfect. Um you obviously you're going to get a job. Okay? And it is going to be be in a career oriented field. Um let's see. I'm sitting here trying to, like, pick up a timeline. Um, and while I'm sitting here thinking, I get literally the number eight. And for me, when I get numbers, that, like, signifies some sort of timeline, you know, like eight days, eight months, you know, or the eighth months, I'm feeling like, in your case, eight is kind of around August. Like, that's what it feels like. But there's definitely a number eight on it. Maybe eight days. You know what I'm saying? But there's an eight on it. But it should be I'm before August. I'm saying
5: it's because I literally yeah. have run out of money. Well, I have enough for next month, and then I don't know what to do after that. I've been trying to get a job.
4: Keep applying. Um, I feel like the, like you're going to be meeting with a woman, so it's going to be a woman who you're meeting with, and a woman that ultimately hires you.
1: Hmm.
4: Do you think
5: I'll have to move a long distance for the for the, you know, like would I have to make a
4: physical move or would I be able to commute? No, I don't get you moving. I, it feels more like a commute. I don't I don't see you packing. I don't see you leaving.
5: There, do There's you no think a permanent full-time position or more like a contract? Cuz I do a lot of contracts too. When I'm working
4: in a long while, see, well, that's what I'm saying. Like a contract job, that's not like really a career thing. That's a contract. You know what I'm saying? And a contract can either be, um, what do you call it? You know what I'm trying to say? They, they, like, they can either like extend your contract or like at the end just cancel it, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah exactly. So that would be right in line with what I was saying before, okay? Mm-hmm. About like I- a career. You know what I'm saying. That right there. Yeah. So stay away from the contract position. That, to me, feels like what I was telling you before about, like, you know, I was trying to make an example about, like, a food store or something. That, yeah. contract, that contract stuff feels to me like that temporary job kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? So stay away from the contract jobs. You just answered that question. You just, like, completely, like, bam, put that into perspective. <laughs>
5: Right? Well, so it right? was a permanent full-time <laughs> opportunity. I thought that was going to work out for me. Are they are they giving it... Like, I have applied for a job in Delaware, and I applied for a job in New Jersey where they, they want me to work part, part-time in New Jersey and part-time in New York. And that's with an insurance company. And... Uh, I'm just wondering if you like. I've been talking to recruiters, and um, I don't know. Do you? What do you see? Because I gotta, I gotta work. I even if it's a contract,
4: I'll take it because I I need to pay my bills. If you get the contract, take it. But that's not what I'm seeing. Listen. Does the word does does the word that that sounds like it sounds like Myrrh, Myrtle. Um, is there pharmaceutical in here somewhere? Is there something Merck. to do with Okay. Are, are
5: you are you looking at that company for anything? So let me give you a low down on that. There I interviewed with three people, um three women. At Merck? Well, at a consulting company that is in negotiations with Or Merck. Okay. And um one of the women i interviewed with she's uh she would be the one making the decision. her name is monica <laughs> hello yep
4: there you go the Well i'll give you an answer yeah. mm-hmm. go ahead
2: so let me, and then there
5: was a, there's another woman named angela and uh i interviewed with her and um so there was there was an angela Monica, and then there was a woman named Sandra. She only stayed a short time, Sandra, in the meeting. The other two stayed behind, but in the meantime they I was trying to follow up and find out what was going on, and they told me that um, it was going to be a lot longer in the process, trying to get this resolved and everything so I told her that I was going to be looking at other opportunities and that uh, i would check back with her so i literally sent angela an email on thursday i believe telling her that um, i'm still available for this position if they're if they're interested so i'm hoping hear from angela on tuesday or wednesday i'm hoping she'll get back to me
4: do you see that happening well, I'll tell you this. I did tell you that it would be a woman, right? I felt like it was a female who's going to give you the yes, right? I did yeah. pick up that name. That's Mer. Right? Mer, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Right? I yeah. mean, I can't pull that out of, you know, the sky. I'll be nice because well, it's the radio show.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But that's a contract, but it's still a very good long-term um,
5: situation where I would be f- kind of fixated there for a good while.
4: Mm-hmm. So that, and, that and like feels- and like right and and like I said contracts you know can be what do you call it redone you know what I mean like it doesn't have to end you know what I'm saying um, but the fact that the fact that it matches up with what I got
5: yeah
4: it feels like to me that's the one and that would make sense because of the number eight two within eight days right it could be in eight days that would be next week <sighs> oh, that would be great. I'm praying for that.
5: Thank you so much, Deborah. Thank you. You're
4: welcome. Listen, I would love to know what happens. Tell Yvonne, and then Yvonne can message me, because I'd love to know okay. what happens with this. I will. Hey, can I ask you one more question?
5: Uh, hmm <laughs> do, do you see anything around romance at all down the road?
4: And if you don't, that's okay.
5: I'm just curious
4: that's going to come after you handle the situations that you have sitting in front of you because they're challenging. And like I told you yeah. in the beginning, I saw yeah. like challenging situations. Okay. Um, yeah. So once those are handled and everything gets put into place, then you're in a better position to go ahead and be someone right now. I mean, like right this second. No, you know, I know. You know what I'm I, saying? Because there's, there's too much, that. you know? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm talking to you and I'm getting a name. But I'm not going to tell you the name, I'm going to tell you because why I'll tell you the name. For the name, right? But, I know. Yes, yeah. one thousand percent. Yeah. So I've, I've learned over over the years. Nope, I'm not giving you any names. But I will tell you that that I feel like he's of the Italian nature. <laughs> mm. There's so much <laughs> Italian. Meeting him. him through work, do you think, or somewhere outside of work? Then I can't tell you, but he's Italian. He's got like a tan looking. He looks like he's suntan, you know. Not that, that that dark European look to him, you know what I mean? So I'm presuming some kind of Italian, um, and he's he's well dressed. Very oh. actually, very very kind of sharp looking.
5: Very nice, very nice. I have
4: to get yeah. my act together. <laughs> uh, well, that's
5: it, girl. Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, see, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, so you never know. You never know, know, know what's going to happen on this show. It, it's it's yeah. absolutely amazing. What I want to do, Deborah, is run three quick ads because we're going to, the three of us are going to cram so much into the time we have left. Thank you, my darling, for doing that for her. You are, you are the best. I'm going to tell you what, I, I just. Yeah, you picked up right on that.
4: That's
2: amazing. She's amazing. So hang on, this is Off the Chain with your host, Yvonne Mason, and my guest, author, psychic, Empaths, you name it. This woman's got it. Deborah Simpson and uh, our caller Lori is with us. So hang on, and we'll be right back.
1: Do you have cougars on your porch swing? Our <coughs> horse is your new best friend. Do your nicest shoes get buried knee deep in snow as your toes turn blue?
2: Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West Young Woman, a true Montana adventure, available online and in bookstores. Or visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree it's a hoot. <coughs>
4: This is Winona. And Jade inviting you to join us. And our wonderful guests on the And
0: I Thought Women's Cave Podcast. On Blog Talk Radio to learn more about our books, the And I Thought series, and... The Misfit Guides, They're available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Or just to see what your ladies are up to, you can find all of that out on www.andwethought.com. Dot com. So peace and love from Winona and Jade
4: and our books.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. silly. you silly.
4: Remember, Remember said, that's funny. <laughs> Remember to visit us at andwethought.com
3: Former Boston PD Captain Stanford Carter and his wife, forensic scientist Jill Seacrest, have decided to move to the Big Apple to accept positions with the New York branch of the FBI. Rookie agent Shania Deeprose completes the Trinity as they collide head-on with raging and rampant social, political, and economic unrest amid a string of murders that seem unrelated and may be serial, copycat, thrill, or hate-driven. As they struggle to understand the mind and thought process of the orchestrators, killers, and victims, the team begins to wonder Who's who? The line between black and white, superior and subordinate, right and wrong, and good and evil disappears as they are forced to reevaluate their own thoughts, feelings, and philosophies. Ultimately, every character must come to their own conclusions to these questions. Is justice ever more important than the law? Is playing God justifiable if it's for the greater good of all? Come along for the ride to see if Agent Carter will decide to stick to. Being a hunter or become judge, jury, and executioner instead? Find the answers to these questions when you read the new book, The Killing Collective. The Killing Collective is a character-driven story with big characters with depth. They're soul-searching in addition to the biggest case of the agent's careers. The Killing Collective, available on Amazon in both Kindle and Paperback editions. Order your copy today.
2: We are back with Off the Chain I'm your host, Yvonne Mason With my guest, the amazing And that's not even a a strong enough word Debra Simpson She's an author She's a psychic She's an empath She is a reverend you name it, this girl does it. She writes music, she writes books, she writes poetry, she writes prophecy. She also has her own metaphysical store called the Spirit Cove, which we will talk about. But first I want to know, Deborah, my darling friend, how you got into writing music and I didn't know about it. <laughs>
4: because it's it's not public yet. It was just a little post on Facebook. Um you know, I just um you know, I've been um I've been with somebody now for a while and he plays guitar, so I've been like, Oh, huh, you know, why can't I pick up an instrument, right? So I wanted to learn the guitar because I, I always wanted to and I said, Okay, so I'm teaching myself guitar. I found a cool website, I'm all for it. And then I have all these poems and I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm gonna turn them into lyrics. So <laughs> so I've been turning old stuff into lyrics and and coming up with chords and creating my own music, you know, and um, And I'm not ready to hmm?
2: It's amazing. And whether you're ready or not, it's out there, because this old witch just put it out there. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, It's out there, yep,
4: yep. And, you know, and, of course, you know, I have to sing my own song, so I'm not ready to put my voice out there yet, you know. But um, I'm having a blast. I'm, I'm I record it on my phone, yeah, you know, I record my my riffs uh-huh. on my phone, you know. I'm having a blast, and you know, I'm making creating my lyrics. I'm actually doing a lot of rhyming now, you know. So I'm having I'm having a blast. It's fun.
2: Well, what what people for the most part don't understand is poetry is not music is nothing but poetry put to uh, chords. Songs are yep. nothing but poetry. And and when I yes. found that today I went, Oh no, she didn't and yes she did.
4: I <laughs> it's just you know what, it's it's a it's a new it's a new level. I, I was I recently was talking to my girlfriend about it I was like, you know what? For me, playing guitar is like it's for me, it's like writing poetry and putting it on crack, you know. It's like, Oh my gosh, I could put music to this you know? Yes. And so it's so exciting, yeah. <laughs> it's really
2: fun. And and that's That just reiterates what I say at the end of every show, that if you want to achieve greatness, stop asking permission because nobody's going to give it to you and that you can do anything you want to do if you want to do it bad enough. And to have tried it and it not worked out, you didn't fail. You succeeded because you put your heart and soul and effort into it. And in your case, good Lord, child, I don't think there's anything you can't do.
4: I tell everybody, there's nothing that you can't do. The only thing that you that you can do is say the word can't. And if you say the yeah. word can't, you're never going to do it. Because you're undefeated. You know? Exactly, exactly. And, and when and, all the doors and, shut in your face, you know this, Yvonne List when all the doors shut in your face, there's going to be one that opens. So keep knocking, keep doing it.
2: Either that or I just kick them down. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, well, in your case, yeah, you know. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> take, take my little size five and a half boots and just kick them down and say I'm coming through, and and that uh-huh. brings me back to to Lori. While I was listening to you read Lori, I'm this this my mind and and I was very very quiet, but but the vibes was I, that I was picking up, and and Lori, if is if you stay around me long enough, Deborah will tell you I'm I'm brutally honest. I can't help it because I want people to succeed, and what I hear in your voice. Is you're trying so hard to become successful that you've forgotten you already are. So you. when you go and you interview for those jobs, you walk in that door and you sit down and you own it. You own that job before you ever start the interview. You own it, you make it yours because that's when you will get hired. You have to go in self-confident and you have to go in with your head up and you have to go in with your back straight and you have to tell them, this is my job and this is why. Am I right, Deborah? Absolutely. Get rid of the self-doubt and get rid of the, oh, my God,
4: am I going to get this job, you know. And um, one thing that you, and of course, you know, it doesn't require a psychic reading for it, but one of the things you mentioned was, you know, that you had mentioned to this company that you were going to continue to look. That, I think, that, right, don't don't say that when you're interviewing because then I think to an employer, because I am, I, have, I own a business, so I am technically an employer. And if somebody, like, were to come across and say that to me, I'd be like, well, okay, well, then mix them off the list and we'll go with the other ones that are interested. You know what I mean?
2: So if you continue so, to look, that's fine, but keep it, Keep it on the down low because it you want to keep going back to to this employer if you really like the the prospect of this job and and those people and you you blended with them in the interview, you want to keep going back to them and saying okay i'm I'm checking again, I'm really interested, I'm still interested, I'm checking again, and before you know it, Laurie, those people will get so sick and tired of you checking in they'll hire you right, Deborah.
4: Yes, yeah, but don't do an overkill. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Wh- no overkill because they'll be like, "Oh my God," you know. Yeah. No more than three times a month, like <laughs> three times a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once a week. Hello, remember me? Hello. <laughs>
1: I'm still
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't wait on you. Now, Lori wanted to know about Spirit Cove because she loves crystals. So I want you to tell in our listening audience, I want you to tell her and our listening audience about this wonderful metaphysical shop or shops now, I think you have more than one, that you've got going yes. on.
4: Well, I currently have two stores. I have two locations. I have an LLC. Uh, the name of the store is Spirit Cove we have a store in Manalapan, New Jersey, inside of the English Town Auction. It's in the red building. And then I have a full-time brick and mortar store and it's located in Asbury Park. And the store merchandise is centr is um we we deal in a lot of crystals and stones um We promote the metaphysical properties of them. So if somebody's coming in and they're looking for something specific, like for instance, like amethyst is a well-known stone. It helps with people in recovery from addiction. So like, for instance, if somebody was looking for a stone for that particular purpose, you know, we would recommend the um, amethyst. We also teach people how to connect with crystals. So when you're in the store, you know, we put them out, you play with them. You know, it's a hands-on kind of thing, you know, because you're not going to connect with every rock, you know, every crystal. So we show you how to connect. If you're not connecting with one, well, okay, that's not for you. So we teach you how to connect, how to feel them, how to work with the energies. Um, And the the rest of the – we have a lot of different merchandise as well. I mean, we have meditational CDs. We have, you know, Native American stuff. We have a lot of uh, awesome consigned stuff from local artists. So they make jewelry, they make candles, they make all kinds of things. Um, so we, we love displaying, you know, the local people there and we just, we sell their stuff for them. Um, but it, it's all awesome stuff. We do a lot of events at the store um, as well, like a free drumming circle. We actually have once a month and psychic exams and, and meditations, all kinds of fun stuff. And we also do book signings. So if anybody's an author in town, you want to set up a book signing, we do that too. Um, you know, and uh, we have a lot of smudge supplies. We have a wall of herbs. I can't even tell you; it's a wall full of like anything you can want. Um, and uh, we teach you how to do it. We teach you how to do stuff. We have jewelry, all kinds of stuff, Yvonne <laughs>
2: Just All kinds. And if of stuff. I ever get back up to New Jersey, in your area, I'm gonna say I'm coming to do a book signing.
4: Oh, you darn straight you are. And we're gonna set you up with a gorgeous table. We're gonna promote you all over the place. Tell everybody you're in town. And we'll hook that up. Absolutely.
2: That would be so much fun. I wanna tell you, I I, we came through through we had to go up to New York for our granddaughter's wedding and we came back down ninety five and came down the Jersey Turnpike. And thank God I grew up driving in Atlanta traffic as a child Because my husband was about to come unwound And I threatened to put him out Because he was going to blow the horn Because we weren't going anywhere I said we can only go one car at a time And we're going one car at a time And if you touch this horn I'm putting your ass out And you're walking to Florida Because <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it, yeah. parki- well, it was a parking lot on a Sunday You There was nowhere to go <laughs> And where was it? On the Jersey Turnpike.
4: Oh, the Jersey Turnpike. You should try yeah, Rudy's team we off the Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so, you mm-hmm. know, I, tell, I said, "I'm putting you out if you don't just sit over there and be quiet." And then I threw food at him, and he was happy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Feed the belly, happy man.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you. So, just tell Lori how you got started, because. This this has really interested her, and I'm glad she's here, and I'm sure she's got a couple of questions, but you did your first r- reading at a very young oh. age, did you not?
4: oh uh, Yeah, I mean, I, I've been channeling since I was about nine years old, you know, and that's with the uh, writing and all, and, you know, and back then, you know, Yvonne, we didn't have computers, so everything was dictionaries and, you know, and spiral notebooks, and, you know, I'd write stuff I didn't even know what When I was writing, like, I don't remember clearly, like, I think it was, like, 12 or something. I wrote the word pontifical retribution. I'm like, what? What does that even mean? And I don't even know how to spell it. And I'm in the dictionary going, what? And my Webster's dictionary, I don't even think had one word. You know? You know what I mean? Like, crazy, crazy stuff, you know? Um, Yeah, so it all started back then, you know? And then... um, You know, and it was all, like, and, of course, as I got older, it got more, you know, intense and all that. And then, um, and then, uh, and then finally, like, one day I just got fed up writing poetry. Like, I'm done. You know, I'm like, if you want to give it to me, give it to me straight or just don't give me it at all. Because I'm tired of this encrypted stuff. Well, then out came that book of prophecy. Right? I'm like, oh, boy, be careful what you ask for. Because, you know, that sucker got written. And then, um. But the readings um that was just coming i, I would just walk up to people and be like, "You know, I got to tell you something, you know, and just tell them, and then I'm like what's go what's wrong with me? you know what's going on and when I first started doing the readings, I didn't even know like I'm like, what I don't know how to do this like what, what am I doing like I don't know, and then but I was pushed into it, so I'm like, all right, you know what I can't charge people for this because you know what I didn't know I didn't even know yvonne if I even like knew how to you know what I mean, do it. So I don't know if you remember, but it was one year um, when I when I decided to okay, well I'm going to put it out there for everybody now. You know, instead of just like keeping in in my like you know immediate circle, and I put out on the internet, I put some you know a few advertisements out there, and I offered literally, legitimately, I gave free 15 minute reading, and, and there was no catch to it. It was a free 15 minute reading. And I did it by email or by phone or or whatever, however, or in person sometimes if they were close. That year, I gave four hundred free fifteen minute readings. Oh
2: my and, Lord, um,
4: Yeah, no joke, and that that was in between you know being a single mom working full time, you know all this, and and I did fr- fifteen minutes for free, four hundred readings. After that, I said, "Y'all, yeah, I'm done with the freebie, you know. <laughs> I got it. I'm to I get A. Yeah. Right. So I just uh, and that, and that and that's how I got into it. I didn't even know how to do it, and and I didn't know. Oh, and psychometry, right? I didn't even I didn't even know what psychometry was. You know, I just um, for me it was just okay. I looked at pictures and I could I could read the picture and tell you all about it. I didn't know there was a name for that. You know, I didn't know that. I didn't either. I,
2: I can do the same thing, and it scares me sometimes. I do that with tombstones. Mm.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's the same idea. Yep.
4: Yeah, it's called psychometry when you're reading the energy associated with a picture or an object.
2: And and yep. do you and Laurie, this this kind of gets scary because I do genealogies, and I can walk into a cemetery. and and pick up the energy. In fact, I was looking for a particular stone one time, and I couldn't find it, so I just said, stop, Yvonne, just stop in the middle of the cemetery. Just stop. Close your eyes and just empty your mind. And this voice said, turn around and walk straight. The tombstone was behind me about five yards out.
4: Wow! It, see?
2: It scared the shit out of me. <coughs> That's you until say, okay, I realized. You. Yeah, until I realized, and and the reason I couldn't find it is the name was it was the the name was on the other side. And then I realized mm-hmm. that I had that ability that I could go into MS in the cemeteries and find what I needed just by being still.
4: Mhm.
2: Everybody has it. Everybody's intuitive.
4: Everybody has the ability. It's just a matter of, you know, working it, you know, and, and, and making it, you know, prominent. You
2: know? And Everybody's understanding it. it's okay. Yeah. Lori just wrote me this note. She, she didn't say it out loud, but she said, I once bought a citrine crystal that literally picked me. I was in a mystical store, and it was in a curio. I was admiring the crystal. I turned my back on it, and the door, the curio door, opened and bumped me in the back. And she knew then she was supposed to buy that crystal. Lori, that's amazing. Is she Laurie? You still with us? Yeah. Yes. I didn't know I <laughs> yes, absolutely. Chime in, sweetheart. Chime in. <laughs> So, yeah, it
5: was really something. And, you know, the funny thing is I had pulled on the door, but it was stuck, and I I wasn't sure if it was locked or not. So I turned my back to ask the um, the woman that owns the store. I wanted to ask her how much the the crystal was because it was a big chunk. And when I turned my back on the curio cabinet, now, remember, I tried opening the door on my own and wouldn't budge. It was tight. So I thought it was lost. So I turned my back on the curio cabinet to ask the the owner how much the crystal cost. And while I was talking to her, the curio door opened of its own accord and bumped me in the back. And I turned around, and I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, wait a minute. Did I just did – I, did I open that door and – did I loosen it? You know, <laughs> you do that to yourself, like – how did this happen? This thing just, I was just pulling on this thing, trying to get it to open. And then it opened up on its own and bumped me in the back as if to say, don't walk off without buying me. You know, I knew when that happened. That just- and I, I i looked at the owner, and she she's an, um psychic as well, and I talked to her about this. And she said, well, you know, that's what, you're supposed to get that. And I said, yeah, I guess so. And I was drawn to it initially right from the get-go, so I well, guess. Well, we have another nice. caller.
2: Let, let's see who this caller is. Hello, caller. This is Off the Chain with Yvonne Mason with my guest. Oh, they hung up, and I guess they didn't want to talk to us. Deborah, we ran them off already.
4: <laughs> oh, boy.
2: <laughs> they got oh, well. scared.
4: They ran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they ran.
2: But back to our conversation, Deborah. you're right. We all have it in us. But some of us choose not to a recognize it or B allow it to do its thing with us
4: exactly, and then, and then some people want to ignore it and believe it doesn't exist, like like you, you know like you said, like, I know somebody who like especially when you're young, you're like, "Oh, come on, that, that stuff ain't real, you know, and whatever, you know and, and you push it and you push it, um, but but eventually, you don't, you don't have a choice. Because it's going oh. to make you do yes. it, you know what I mean? you don't have a choice <laughs> yeah
2: i I wondered for years and years and years and years and years why I was angry from the time I was a little bitty girl until I got grown. I was angry all the time. Well, when me it jumped on me, dumbass, you're picking up all the energy from all the negative people in your life when you put up boundaries and and cut the negative out of your life, things are going to change well, damn if they didn't.
4: Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about anger? You want to hear something? Oh my God. When I was little and I'm going like, you know, grade school, like before grade school, I'm talking like, you know, just little. Oh my God. I would get so mad. I was so angry, Yvonne. I I was a little, you know, angry little pooper, you know, my neighbor used to love to taunt me and he would like, he would go needle me and I would go, oh, and I remember standing there feeling so mad. Like my whole body would turn red. You know, and I would and I would blow like the hulk. i am screaming and holler. And and then his wife would say, What are you doing? Stop you know, her her poor mother <laughs> You because know, then he would leave me like that and laugh and send me home. <laughs>
2: and and if you were bad. picking up his anger.
4: Yeah, yeah. He was an I angry man angry... apparently. Yeah, yeah. And I was just an angry little you know what? I was. I was angry. I was an angry kid. Maybe I just didn't want to be here. And I
2: couldn't figure out why until it dawned on me that I was picking up all of the frustration and anger and negative energy of the people that I was around. Absolutely. And a lot of it had to do with in my own family, which was sad because I was the Mm -hmm. oldest of all Mm -hmm. of those children, and I shouldn't have had all of that I shouldn't have had to have picked up all of that anger.
4: Well, the thing is too, you didn't just pick up all of their anger. You had a lot dumped on you. So oh, so all of, you know what I'm saying? So all of it was not their um it's not that it was all their anger. Some of it, rightfully so, was your own. You know what I'm and saying? It, like Yep. Yeah. Mhm.
2: Because being being two years old and not knowing where you fit in the pecking order with a brother that's challenged and trying to figure it all out. You're right. There, there was a lot of anger there, and then and, and dealing with my own and not knowing, and then dealing with the adults not knowing that they were going through their own thing. You're right. So you compound right. all that. and You got one screwed up kid. <laughs> that's a, I'm you surprised do, that's you surprised. do.
4: You do Yeah, you do. You do, and you know, it's and you know, and you don't know when you're younger um and you don't you don't even know you're doing it as you're getting older but what's uh-uh. happening is you're 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 reconciling you're you're accepting and you're okay i'm going to accept this is happening and then i'm going to figure out a way to work around this i accept this is going on okay this is what this is in front of me this is happening i accept this now how am i going to change this for myself and how am i and you don't re- and if i can't change it how am i going to let it go right exactly so and you don't realize it and then once you start making and sometimes these decisions happen subconsciously you don't even know they're happening but but all of a sudden you end up in a place and all of a sudden your anger's gone and it and it's mostly because you've accepted things and then you've done the work to either like you said get rid of it or fix it you know but it, but it all starts with accepting so your anger went away Partially, you know, it started to go away when you started to accept it. And from there, you were able to say, okay, I'm not going to let this affect me. You know what I'm saying? So then everything yep. going on around you, you know, like you said, you were able to not absorb it. But that first came acceptance. That's the important thing. And you did it. And you did, you know, and, and and look at you. You block them.
2: You know? <laughs> yeah, you did. I can't fix, go on down the road. I ain't got time for it. <laughs>
4: Right, though, but look, I mean, look, look look at, I mean, and you, and you succeeded,
2: you know. I think A
4: lot of I people, did. yeah, you, absolutely you did. And a, a lot of people don't get it, you know, but, you know, they will. And then they grow and old you and get. bitter. Huh? Exactly, exactly, you know, and why? I mean, you know, people want different things. They they don't like their situations or, you know, they, they oh, I don't like this, I can't change my situation and da, da, da. Well, if you're in a situation that you cannot change, then the first thing you need to do is accept it, and accept that you can't change it, and accept that that's the that that's the way your life is right now. Once you accept things, then you'll see anger goes away. You know, and the bitterness and, goes away. And not away.
2: only not only does the anger go away, Deborah, but one finds that one can find ways to make things simpler and less complicated. Yeah. Uh, case in point we know that that my husband is dying he and i've talked about it we accept that but i told him i said now if you want to have your pity party you go down that rabbit hole but you're not going to i'm not going down there with you and you're not going to stay there long because we can't go back and change and and have what we had even last year we can't go back that's the past we can't worry about the future because it's not here yet. We got today. Now, are you going to spend today in that rabbit hole, or are we going to spend today enjoying what we have with each other? I choose mm-hmm. to enjoy what we have with each other. You want to stay in the rabbit hole? You're going to do it by yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 you're right. Once, he, once he, once he processed it and came to that realization, that the the new normal we now have is so much easier.
4: Yes, yeah, exactly. It's it, that, but that's a hard thing to swallow. We all know what's coming, but it's hard. And there, and mm-hmm. make, make no bones about it. You, I know you call it a rabbit hole and, and all that, but you know what? When it comes down to it, I mean, everybody copes with it in different ways too. You know, and and no matter how you slice it, it's hard. No matter hard. how you slice it, it is. No no matter how you want to look at it, no matter how you slice it, no matter, you know what I mean, no matter what kind of phrases you want to put on it, it's hard. You know, it's just not easy, you know. Okay. But it, then, it, then if it was it just anybody could do it. Exactly, exactly. But you are a remarkably strong woman. I have known you, I think it's 12 years.
2: 12 Is it years. Yes, I'm 12 honest. years, yep.
4: Yep, 12 years. And, I mean, you know, we, we've gone through a lot of messaging over these 12 years, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're like, you're like my best friend over there, you know, I, but it's like, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, my friend Yvonne, you're like, who's that? I'm like, no, it's my friend, you don't know, don't worry, you know, <laughs> but you know, but I, but through all these years and, and I've seen everything, you know, cause you know, we follow each other and I've seen all this crap fall on you and all this, all this hard stuff and, and you, you plow through. And you always come through shining at the other end, always. You know. Well, you're, you're I can't mark
2: tell person. my I can't tell my children. I can't tell my daughters to be strong if if I'm not their example. I mean, that's like do as I say and not as I do. So.
1: Yeah. And and I come from I strong know.
2: stock. I mean, when when your ancestry is from Scotland oh. and and Ireland, the women there had to be strong to survive. Absolutely. So there you go. Um, N- mm-hmm. Now, Laurie, do you have before our time runs out? Because it's going to very shortly. Do you have a question for Deborah? Laurie's being quiet again. Maybe not. No, I'm here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> do you have a closing question for Deborah?
5: Um, I do. I I would like to somewhere down the road be able to purchase a house. Do you see that happening
4: for me? Because it's been a
5: rocky road for me.
4: Immediately I get number two. Immediately. And it it feels like two years. Two years. Great. It feels like two years. It is a number two on it. Like I said, you know, two can mean anything. But for me, it doesn't feel like two months. For me, that number two—it doesn't even feel like February. For me, it feels like two years. But it, but it's a number two. But yes, you'll be able to get a house, and you're going to. <laughs>
5: you know what? There's they? another job, MerTech. So it might be a, a job with MerTech. It might not be Okay. Mur- yeah.
4: But uh, yeah, but, but it's, I- it's definitely it's definitely that that mer that mer sound. It's mur- definitely that mer. So if it's not the one, it's the other one. Um, But it is definitely a woman. It's a female that says, "Yes, you're hired." So keep, you know what I mean. But keep on these two. And you got that number eight around this? Hmm.
2: And we are we are getting we're getting ready to run out of time. We got like four minutes left, and we have a caller caller. Uh, real quick, your name, please.
0: Hi, my name is Maddie.
2: Hi, Maddie. And I'm calling
0: from here in the hot Atlanta.
2: I know. I see that 770 area code. Hello. How are you? Great. I'm fine. Do you have a quick question for Deborah before we run out of time? I don't have
0: a – can Deborah just give me whatever she picks up, uh, what energy she picks up around me?
4: What's your first name on? Maddie. Her, na- her, t- her t- name uh, he? Maddie. What's your month and day of birth? Uh, one seven. One thing I'll tell you, you're, and and keep it up because you're, this is in a good way. You're a very stubborn woman, but I'm going to tell you this. You're stubborn in a good way. Okay. So don't let your stubbornness get, get in the way of things. Um, it's in it a good way? You want you want to you want to take that stubbornness that you have and apply it in a good way, right? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying. Okay. Uh uh-huh. Um, you got family issues going on, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, do. I won't give. I don't have time for specifics or anything like that. Um, but it's it's regarding family and it's you know and it's trying. So and. But what I want you what I want you to be careful of this, okay? You gotta be careful of something. Don't be too stubborn to where to where you end up making the situation like blow up in your face, kinda. Of. You know what I'm saying? Like hypothetically. Um uh-huh. uh, is, is this making sense for you?
0: Yeah, it is making sense. 'Cause my um I have issues mm-hmm. with my my daughter and her significant other and her her grandson, yes.
4: Okay. There you uh-huh. go. Uh, yep. So that's exactly what. I do. Don't let it blow up in your face. The stubbornness, like we just talked about, you want to try to temper that, and you want to not have it blow up in your face. Which means don't don't bite your nose off and spite your face. If you have something to say, craft it before you say it. You don't. What you don't want to do is push everything away. You 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 want you want them to to accept what you're saying. You understand what I'm saying? So I. Right. So the stubbornness is. You know what I mean? So the stubbornness. That's your strong point. Take it and be constructive with it. Okay, and then okay. when you do that, you're going to see that, that 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 the issues that are going on are going to start getting better because your daughter is your twin, basically like that, you know. And so she's like, what? "You raised her." Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Here, hold you.
2: that thought. Just hold that thought, ladies. Just a minute. Quickly tell them where you can be found. We can continue this in part the, for a few minutes in the archive show, but we're going to run out of time and go off air. I want people to know where you can be found. So, if they want to reach you, they can. So, real quick, tell them where you can be found. Our website is Spirit
4: Cove C O V E L L C dot com.
2: And ladies and gentlemen, she is the real deal. I want to thank her so so much. I love this woman with all my heart. She she knows my soul.
4: I love you. And
2: I love you the most. And she will come back. I know she will if I ask her. So join us next week when we start up again at 8 o'clock on Wednesday, Eastern, 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. we got a whole new bunch of folks coming on. Check Deborah out. I want to thank Deborah so, so much for coming on. I want to thank Laurie for calling in, Maddie for calling in. All of y'all hang on when the show goes dark because we'll talk for just a few more minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank each of you for joining us tonight and understand this people will forget what you look like, they'll forget your name, they'll forget what you're wearing, but they will never, ever, ever forget how you make them feel. And I want everyone to understand that it is very important that when they leave this show tonight, whether as a listener, as a caller, as a guest, that they understand they are the most special person in the room. Mm-hmm. Without without each of you, this would not be a show. And I I appreciate and adore each and every one of you. Also, if you want to be greatness, don't ask permission. Go do it. And with those last words, this is off the chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with Deborah Simpson and crew in tow, and we wish you all a wonderful, wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Until Wednesday night, we say good night. Good night.
4: Good night. Good night. I love that. Yvonne are you still there?
2: Yes. Uh it's 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 counting down and uh we just lost one caller. I didn't want to drop her off. But um we lost um I think we lost Lori wanted her to stay on for a minute but y'all just stay on now we're now we're in the archive show so you can finish your reading with maddie if you want to and it's going to show up in the archive part of the show but you know tomorrow well, tonight when the show goes up in archives i'm going to put the link up and tag you in it and you can share it with everybody and then tomorrow i'll put all the other links up for the podcast so you can share those as well Awesome. and Maddie, okay, and, maddie if you Maddie, if you want to uh, friend me on Facebook, then you can also um, get the links and share them with everybody and let them know you've been on the show and had a reading.
5: Okay. I will.
2: Uh, when you friend me, my my uh, profile picture is a cover of one of my books called Do You Dare? So just friend me and I'll accept the friendship. But if you want to spend an extra few minutes, Deborah, if you have time and finish the reading with her, I'm game. It's up to you.
4: Sure. I mean, I'll I'll finish real quick. I think Maddie knows exactly what I'm talking about, right?
0: Uh, yes, I do. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say too much because you know this is going to go out to potentially who knows how many people. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> what what else? Okay. But um, like I was saying, you you want to temper what you say because ultimately you need your daughter to, or you need your family, your daughter specifically, but you need everybody to kind of, you know what? And and I and I don't. You, they, they need to get it together, right? Make sense. Oh yeah, they definitely need to get it together. Yes. You see what I'm saying? You're the backbone. You're the stubborn, right? But, but you don't want to say like, like you know how if you if you and I'm making this up. If you tell a kid, don't marry that person. That person's bad for you. You know what that kid's gonna do? They're gonna turn around and say, Oh yeah, watch me, and they're gonna do it just to spite you, right? You don't, so, do it, yeah. mm-hmm. right. don't
0: do it. Mm-hmm. Right. You say don't do it, and they and do just the opposite. Yes. Yep.
4: Exactly. That's mm-hmm. the kind of that's the kind of thing um, I'm trying to explain to you. You know what I mean about how to handle the situation. Mm-hmm. Your daughter's gonna be okay. She's stubborn. She's got to come into her own. She, she's got to make it like it's her own idea. Um, there, there's some trouble that they're facing or could be facing. Okay. Um, uh-huh. You, you know what that is, correct?
0: Uh yeah, yeah, I do. Yes. Mhm.
4: Okay. Um, and you're just worried like heck that that's going to actually hit. Um, Makes sense.
0: Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Basically, um, her significant other is basically an alcoholic.
4: There you go. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. The, yeah. The, 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 yeah. And the, the trouble. The trouble going. Something. Let's put it like this: There's change coming. Okay. It, I it, hope it's funny it, better. It, it, it. There's change coming. The, the. She's standing like on the edge of a. She's standing. Like, <coughs> I feel like it's on the edge. That's why. That's why it's so important for you to not push her over that edge, because that's going to push her right into him, and that's going to be a bad situation. Okay, so you got to. Well, I'll just sit she, on my tongue. I'll just sit on my tongue. Right, be there for her, be yeah. there for her, yeah. don't pass judgment, which is which is normally okay, but in your case, it won't be. you don't know what that's what I mean by the stubbornness, right right just, uh-huh. right, so just just temper yourself, be there for her, breathe, relax, do whatever you got to do to keep yourself calm, keep your blood pressure low, okay, she's going to figure it out. You gotta let her do that on her own time. What's the what's the thing with the word John? Like not not John J O H N, but but like like a Jan, like a John. Do you know something with his J?
0: The other name is J J A Y.
4: Oh okay okay so then we're talking about that guy okay yeah because I couldn't I it sounds yeah okay uh yeah so that's exactly what I'm talking about okay he's um yeah he's Something's going to happen That there's trouble coming And that trouble I think Is going to be the catalyst To move her in the direction She needs to be Uh
0: Uh-huh Okay
4: You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand what you're saying Yes Okay Mm -hmm. So This trouble that you're worried about Is going to kind of hit the fan Um, Maybe not as bad As you think it's going to But it's going to hit enough To where to where it moves her, right? Because like I said, she's on that edge. And yeah, I think you she's need... on the
0: edge. Yeah, she's on the edge mm-hmm. because I left there about a half an hour ago or more, and they're having a um, uh, barbecue, and uh, he was sitting in the way, and I heard her talk to him very ruthless. Move! Get out of my way! <laughs> and I and I kind of just pulled off and laughed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's
1: on the edge,
0: yes.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Just just always remind her when you talk to her that you're here for her. Yes. Okay? Always just always remind her, say, you know, baby, whatever you decide, whatever you do, you know I'm here for you, whatever you need. Just keep reminding her that. That gives her the backbone to do what she needs to do when the poopy hits that fan.
0: Okay. 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 Because I said to her today, I say, you know what? I say, uh, I said, I say, if you guys gonna continue going like you do, you need to sit down and write the pros and the cons, and see if the pros outweigh the cons, and maybe God has something else in store for you.
4: Yes, He does. Great. But does. you know, there's human will. There's human will. Okay. There's human will, yes. so, uh-huh. You know, you know, I I could tell you anything until the day is long, but it's if a decision is made that totally contradicts what I'm seeing for now, you know how everything changes. Oh, yeah, um, you know, yeah, you know how it is. But right now, but right now, she's on that teeter totter, and you just gotta don't ever tell her to do nothing, just say, Baby, I'm here for you. You know, I'm here for you, yeah, you know, and if she calls you. You know, like Ma, I give it blah blah blah, and she wants to complain about it. You say, "Baby, I know, I know. Listen, you got some tough challenges. You got some tough things coming. You know, and, and whatever it is, you decide. You know, I'm here for you. Don't even give your opinion. Okay. You know what I mean? Because okay. it's
2: that it's that fragile of a moment.
4: Yeah. You know. Okay. But it's gonna be okay. Oh, okay. good. I just hope
0: that. So, good Maddie,
2: thing. did did that help you?
0: Yeah, that did help me. Uh, she had read right on. She really did and the and the grandson, he's a little rambunctious too, because I think he picked up a lot of negative energy from the significant other and I thought, uh, but anyway, um but I think Now he's
4: he, young. What is he like three years old? No, he's like
0: eleven. Why does he feel like he's three? He's because young. He probably has a mind like a three. <laughs> he has okay. he has what they call ADHD. His energy level okay. and he's very he's very um he can be very angry when it, Things don't go his way. He won't, his way or no way. He get very angry and um, um oh,
4: Okay, so it's like it a three-year-old emotional state. Right, okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: <clears throat> that's like, yeah, that's like a very young emotional. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh,
2: Maddie, you will you will friend me so I can tag you so you can listen to the show again and share it.
0: I will. And, and what,
2: is, what um, is her name? I'm looking at uh, Bronx Talk
0: radio page, but I don't see her name.
2: Her name is Deborah Simpson. Deborah No, the the name of the show is Off the Chain.
0: Off the Chain? Uh huh. Wow. I'm looking at Veil vale of the Moon, the New Beginnings, and Sun and Magic.
2: No, that's not mine. What I listen? If you go to blog, if you go you go to Blog Talk Radio and type in Off the Chain, that's my show, and that's and Deborah's a guest on my show tonight.
0: Off the Chain. Wow. Uh-huh. That uh, is C H C uh, C-H-A-N-G-E?
2: No, C H A I N.
0: Oh, okay, I got you. Wow, well that's strange. I came up. Oh no, I see. No, no, no. That's it's me. I um uh, I clicked over. This is a show that's coming up. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: This is, <laughs> this is a. I don't know. I'm confused now. <laughs>
2: Well, you got a reading. You were you you will be heard by over 150 thousand people in over 200 countries because that's how many listeners we have with all the podcasts I put it up on. And when you friend me, I'll send you the link and you can share it and tell people you were on live radio. I will. But um,
0: wow, that is strange. That is Indy jealousy and shame. The green eye monsters.
2: Nope. nope that's well, not that's not me.
0: That's the number I call. Well, got it all construed.
2: They <laughs> could have. <laughs> yeah, but you see, oh, you, you called it really a better do. show. You wow. called it a better one,
4: Maddie. <laughs> Absolutely. See?
2: There you go. But we're, they're going to cut us off here shortly, so I am going to let you two ladies go. Deborah, thank you, my darling, for spending an hour with me, even though you're exhausted. <laughs> ah! Thank you so much I love you
4: honey Thank you I love you
2: too And I bet now you're rejuvenated right We pulled our energy sources together And now we're unstoppable Now what's your last name again please My last name uh, Simpson Her last name is Simpson S S I S I P S O N. S I M S I M P S -S 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 O N.
0: Okay And that's
2: D-E-B-O-R-A-H Yes ma'am
0: Okay I got it Okay Okay
2: Right. And and when you friend me, the cover of my book "Do You Dare" is my profile picture. That because there's several Yvonne Masons out there, but you'll know it's me because you'll see the cover of my book "Do You Dare."
0: Okay, I will. I will. I will look that up now right, before I cut the computer off. All
2: right. Okay. Bye. All right, Miss Deborah. I love you, my unstoppable friend. You are wonderful, and I can't wait to bring you back. And maybe next time we'll do an hour and a half show.
4: Awesome! I love you, my ma.
2: Hi Maddie. Yeah. Nice talking to you. Bye, Maddie. All right, my darling. Talk to you later.